Hello, hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kitty O'Brien, and this is your Unconditioned Inner Magic podcast. And, um, oh my goodness, I'm recording straight onto my computer today. <laughs> Doing it through the web browser, so I've got 30 minutes, okay? Um, yeah, or I could actually, I could probably do it in two halves if I needed to speak longer. So, 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 so... Um, a lot of people were shocked that I had a psychiatric assessment because um, there's so much negativity and stigma around a psychiatric assessment. And I know a couple of my friends have had psychiatric assessments and then they've ended up being sectioned. So there is a massive fear around it as well. I agreed to it because um, I was asked to agree to it by my solicitors for this compensation court case because a certain domestic abuse charity gave my address away and I refused medication at the time. So their argument was it didn't have a psychological effect on me. So that's why I agreed to having this psychiatric assessment done. Now in this episode, I was going to share with you what the police force did to me as well. Um, but that's going to take a little bit more time for me to prepare. I have a very, very busy week this week, and that's why this episode's actually a little bit late. Um, I've got an event um, tomorrow, and it's sold out within 24 hours, and it's so exciting. I'm doing a psychic night with some of my colleagues. Um, it's amazing because we're all self-employed, but we all come together and work as a team as well. I love it. And yeah, this this um, is in Panis Cafe. And we've got a few of the psychic nights that have been lined up over the space of the next few months. And yeah, they're selling so well. So that's so exciting. Um, I wanted to sit down and go through... Um, so I've got to take the names of the police officers out and I've got to take, I can't, I'm not going to tell you the whole, so like time frame wise, I'm going to tell you what month and date something happened, but I'm not going to tell you the year. Um, that's to protect myself from defamation of character as um, my perpetrator who I fled domestic abuse from listens um, and stalks me online. So still to this day um, I might add so I'm always very careful with what I say that's why I always say I can't share my whole story so but I will be sharing what the police did to me um, it was actually um, one officer in particular and then my case got handed to another officer um, and then he had very limited training and then the sergeant got involved as well um, after a fight broke out in the police station between him and another sergeant. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, God, it sounds like EastEnders, doesn't it? It really does. I, I just I just look back on it and I'm like, how? How did this happen with the police force? But anyway. Um, oh, anyway. I'm going to go through everything. I've got everything written out in chronological order and I'm going to make it podcast safe and then I'm going to share it with you. So probably um, in the next couple of weeks, my um, son is off now for the Easter holiday. So I've got him for two weeks. So I will be doing my um, podcasts in the evening, most likely. Otherwise, he'll be running around screaming in the background. So 
tonight I've also got a burn ceremony um, we have them every single Thursday night and there's a group of us is 10 and we do it over zoom and they're all over the world so we've got people in like um, Australia and then here in England and then we've got some ladies from some other countries as well so it's really really exciting but part of the burn ceremony is that you release will you attract you ask the flames um, to burn away what's no longer uh, needed or no longer serving you and then you write what you want to attract into your life so what the flame can bring to you so and this really links really beautifully into something that I was actually going to talk about with you guys anyway and this is going back to the very beginning of the podcast when I say what well, you know it's important to be grateful for what we have now I've always done journaling okay um, I've always done journaling. I do it every single morning. And how I journal now is I also write what I'm grateful for. I also journal all my business ideas. I journal everything. I analyze everything. I brainstorm everything. I write down the outcomes of the court cases that I want. Everything is journaled. And this goes back to the very beginning of the podcast where we, I say to you over and over again, it's you know writing as if you already have it as well. So I've written quite a long list for tonight's burn ceremony. And a sense, in, in a sense, it is it is journaling. But also, I wanted to bring it up because when I, in my psychiatric assessment, so beforehand, when I said to solicitors and barristers, like when they said, how did you cope with your anxiety when your address was given out? I said, I journaled. And the looks I got, honestly, it was like, you did what? And it was like almost laughable. And, and I was like, no, journaling is really powerful. It's a, it, you, and I'm like, what, why are they? They're not trained psychologists. I studied counseling. I, I know the power of journaling, but I've been channeling, like writing in my diary since I was a child. So um, I know the power of it. I've been using it my whole life. And it's probably why I am as resilient as I am. Because um, so much stuff comes up through journaling and you just see things differently. But I do really want to talk about journaling tonight in tonight's episode just to, I, I, there's some stuff about journaling that you probably don't know, but it's actually the physical effect it has on the body. And I just really wanted to briefly touch on it because I want you guys to start journaling um, what you're grateful for. Okay. So thinking about what you're grateful for in your life already, but also what you want to attract in, because I really want you guys to start living your dream life. I want abundance to start flowing to you. I want you to start really dreaming and 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 creating through visualization and manifesting and all the other beautiful things but I'm so freaking happy I can I cannot tell you when I in the psychiatric assessment I was open and honest I said everything no filters and I said I journaled you know when I said the barrister obviously looked at me like I was a crazy person when I said I journaled and I used meditation and she looked at me and she said that's really good that's those are really good tools to use and obviously like I don't know if you guys are aware but there if you go to CBT therapy so cognitive behavioral therapy journaling is one of the things you need to do so the NHS openly advocate it as well and also I want to talk about journaling because we're coming up to mental health week and journaling really helps on so many different levels so I'm Actually, I'm going to, rather than share the crappy stuff that happened with the police force for Mental Health Week, I wanted to really touch on some stuff to help with people's mental well-being. Um, 
which is really important to me really really important to me because my mental health it it means so much to me it means so much to me because I role model to my son I'm a single parent I'm going through the court still actually in five weeks in five weeks so the 12th of May is my next court case and it is going to be one of the biggest court cases of my life I kid you not it is um Oh, I can't talk about it. Oh, I really want to talk to you. I, I really want to tell you what's going to happen in this last hearing, but I can't um, at this moment in time. So, but I've got five weeks to really prepare myself. I feel like I'm preparing for a marathon and that's not just physically, that's mentally as well. So what I've done is I've drawn up a five-week plan, a menu. So I'm eating beautiful dishes. They're nutritious. They're healthy. Um, this is great for me and my son Harrison. You know, we cook together. We cook together every night, by the way. But we these are really healthy dishes. I'm introducing some different foods. We've got lots of beautiful fish. We've got chicken as well. We've got nice beef, which is red meat. But it's not all just meat-based. I've got vegetarian dishes. So I'm really, really feeding my body with beautiful, nutritious food. And it's so important. Remember what I said at the beginning of the episode, at the the beginning of the podcast, I learned the hard way. I learned by finding out that when the mind is sick, the body is sick. And I really learned the hard way. I looked at a photograph that was taken of me and I looked like I was dying. My hair was falling out. My glands on my face were swollen. My, My face was swollen. My eyes were bloodshot and puffy. You know, I had memory loss and it was all it was all because my mind wasn't healthy because I was going through case of control and um, domestic abuse. But like to prepare myself for this court case, which means so much to me, I am literally I'm going to feed my body that I'm not going to like in the past. And this is where I've really had to change my conditioning. And this is why I've done the five-week menu as well. It is stuck to my fridge. I see each meal every day and I cook it. And I've got all the recipes lined up, all the ingredients, everything. We're good to go. Because it takes 28 days to rewrite um, your neural pathways. It takes 28 days to change your habit or behavior to a new one. Okay. And I, I need, like in the past, for example... Um, before I was going to say I I really need to be healthy for this court case physically and mentally because it's life or death for me but what I was also going to say is before in the past if I stressed I'd comfort eat I would snack on that junk food I would find the chocolate I would um, I don't really drink alcohol so I've never really drunk alcohol I know some people do turn to the bottle (laughs) I really know that Um, or they do drugs I know that one as well Um, perpetrator that I fled from has addiction problems, um, alcohol and drugs. So, and I, mine was junk food. Mine was junk food. It was fatty food, like not the good fats. It was the sugar. It was the carby stuff. It was the stuff that made me feel bloated and sick afterwards. And I used to like just gorge on, on, on stuff and it's not good. And my stress levels, I know are going to be through the roof coming up to this court case. They're going to be through the roof. Um, so I need to make sure that when I, my body is stressed, I'm feeding it nutrients. And I'm really, oh, this is it. This is the new me. I'm stepping into the best next version of myself. And this is it. This is how it's going to be. And um, and and, and it, oh, it's just so aligned, really, because 
the psychiatrist completely agreed with me on um on the journaling and the meditation and I'm going to continue that and the new diet plan like um not I'm not going on the diet but the new new food plan like it's it was so liberating it was so validating to be backed up by a psychologist and like it was so so liberating and and validating it was just absolutely amazing because this whole time people have gone like my journaling like what the hell like you know and and meditation like what the hell and and I think we forget that most of the world they do meditate when you look at Asia meditation is huge prayer is huge they do it every day they teach it in schools but when you come over to our society at the western society they don't really do it so coming up to mental health week right I want you to start just being conscious of what you're eating but I also want you to start really being grateful for what you already have so I mean one of my examples is I am so grateful and so thankful for my friends and family because they offer so much love and support thank you thank you thank you I'm so grateful for the open and honest communication between us and for the opportunities that springs thank you thank you thank you I am eternally grateful for all those who inspire me. You are my shining lights in this darkness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, And then like, so that was just a glimpse of family and then business and money. I'm truly blessed because I love money and money loves me. I'm deeply grateful that money comes easily and frequently. I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart that my bank account has been recoded with the 12D code and I rewrite Um, the grid as I go along. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now the 12 D digit code is something that um, I was, I've learned about from other workshops. So that might not make sense for all of you. And then I am truly blessed and thankful that I have a thriving and agic and doTERRA business. Um, So things like that. I am truly grateful and delighted to work with my dream team of soul sisters. And I am truly blessed that I attract self-aware and responsible leaders. So this is the type of stuff that I've written and I've written so much more. I've written a lot of stuff about the court cases, which I can't read again for defamation of character. And um, I'm not allowed to talk about court. (laughs) I'll end up in prison or have a 10,000 fine, 10,000 pound fine. So I've got (laughs) 15 minutes left before this recording stops. So let's crack on with the power of journaling. And this really, really, really um, leads off of one of my other podcasts where I talked about the power of meditation. So journaling has endless benefits, okay, endless, endless benefits. Um, you know, at one time I, I was um, I, I was told I had symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, but I think I managed to navigate my way out of this through journaling. Um Journaling is recommended in many, many therapies, and it is a powerful healing tool. And it's it's just about getting into the habit of writing. And now I've got severe dyslexia, but, you know, I say back in the day, back in the day, I used to use a dictionary because I was so self-conscious of what I was writing. I, and I wanted to use that dictionary. But now I just ask my phone. I'm like, hey, Siri, how do you spell blah, blah, blah. And it tells me. So there's really no... Um, there's no, oh, it doesn't even matter about the spelling. It really doesn't. But to me, it does matter. So, but to you, it might not. So, does it matter about the spelling and grammar? No one reads it but you. So, like meditation, journaling can help you relax and become more self-aware. And that self-awareness can be so uncomfortable at first, but it's really necessary for growth. We tend to live in our heads, but when we journal, it actually brings us down to earth. 
it gets us out of our heads onto the paper and it can invoke mindfulness. So we experience so much relief from, from journaling, okay, because we, we, we release these strong repressed emotions through grounding ourselves, which helps regulate um, our brain and our emotions. So when we feel better, we have better confidence, we have greater confidence and, you know, um, better self-identity, better self-esteem, like there's literally no flaw, there's literally no negatives. So let's talk about mental health, the obvious one. When you journal, you remain in the present moment, which helps you keep perspective on your everyday life. And the feeling, I love the feeling of the pen on the paper. I think it's so satisfying. And it's one of like the little pleasures of life, the small pleasures of life. And it really can help you manage your anxiety and cope with depression and any other mental illness. And writing down your thoughts on paper is such a great release and you feel so much lighter afterwards. And you can see your problems right there in front of you, which will help you gain a deeper understanding of your inner conflicts whilst exploring your external ones. And when you start to see that your fears are the problems, like there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And then your and all your like all your fears, all your problems, all your concerns, they just come to the surface. You recognize them for what they are, and you can address them with a different perspective. And then all these solutions will just start pouring in, and that is the magic of it. Self-confidence, okay. So when you start feeling better, you can start managing your um, anxiety levels, and you really just begin to glow. Now you begin to glow because your aurora changes. So a lot of people when, you know, like your aurora changes and you feel brighter and you look brighter. I'll rephrase that in case someone, some of you didn't understand that. But um, for example, when I, when I started journaling and I was, you know, really coming out the other side of some really troublesome stuff, people were like, oh my God, are you pregnant? You're glowing. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not pregnant. I think if I ever have a baby again in the future, I'm going to go to the sperm bank. Um, but it's, it's just so, it's so, um, I don't know, you just, you just, you just look different when you look like you don't have all these problems hanging around you. So you feel you just feel so much more prepared to deal with problems and solutions come more quickly. Your thoughts are more organized. You actually take time to prioritize your needs and take care of yourself. You feel in control. And for me, I love a to do list. Christ, I love a to do list. I um, typical Capricorn. But for me, it's very nice and therapeutic to cross something off the to do list. It, you know, and I always keep them nice and small now because in the past where there was cohesive control, my to do lists were like freaking scrolls, like from the Grecian times. And it was so when you see you've got so many jobs to do, it just it puts you off. It affects your motivation. It's really horrible. So I make sure my lists are nice and manageable. So I write a big, long one. And then, because um, they used to actually be one of my triggers, the to-do lists, when I first left domestic abuse. So I write everything I need to do. And then I'll take five things from that to-do list and I'll write them on a smaller one. So they're so much more manageable. And I just cross them off as I go along. And when you write in your journal, it's so important to talk to yourself in this self, in like a positive way, like self, positive self-talk. Okay, you need to start valuing yourself more and building on healthy boundaries with others and yourself, and then your overall relationships will improve. 
so emotional intelligence I speak about this a lot in the podcast but originally I thought being emotionally intelligent was um I just thought it was completely different I thought it was like an understanding of emotions but it really isn't it's it's when you can manage your emotions and not be triggered by someone and move above that and and just rise above it that is emotional intelligence it's also a lot more than that that's basically the gist of it so journaling can help you make sense of what you're feeling and you can tap um into why maybe a personal situation or problem is making you feel a certain way and then you start to pick up on your triggers and why they're triggering you and then when you can honestly write down how you feel it's like a discovery of yourself make again make sure there's no judgment or anything like that when you journal and hold yourself with love and also remember the laws of attraction the laws of the universe I am grateful for I have this now I'm grateful that I have it now write it as if it is in the present moment so we all have good sides and we all have bad sides this is also again universal laws it's also to remember like it's 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 the the uh, name of the game basically is to find balance so when we get to know ourselves better we have a deeper understanding of ourselves we can understand our reactions our strengths our weaknesses and our environment you know and our environment will start changing as internally we start changing and that's when we start to thrive um so if like a person's really irritating you or annoying you or disappointing you you'll you won't allow them to disappoint you or irritate you or annoy you you'll be able to move past that goals 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 <laughs> I talk about this as well in the um, podcast we all need goals it gives us a purpose it gives us something to work towards um, it also sets our intention to the universe so when we accomplish those goals we have that great sense of achievement it makes us feel excellent it makes us feel amazing it makes us feel positive our vibrations are higher and then we can start attracting more abundance into our life. So when you set a goal, you then start taking steps to work towards it, monitor your progress and you get so motivated the further you get along. So if you've not heard of it before, um, have a look at SMART goals, um, S-M-A-R-T goals. They mean different things, but essentially it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. Have a Google, have a look and set yourself some goals. Sorry guys, I should have used my inhaler before I started this podcast because I feel a bit wheezy. Okay, creativity. If you're a creative person, you're going to have loads of ideas buzzing around inside your head. So, but when you start journaling, you get them down on paper, you can develop them later um, and you don't forget any either. And it's just really nice to start brainstorming them and scrapbooking them like it's wonderful. Um, yeah, and it's just really, it's really good. Um, a good way to express yourself. Memory, that's also another great one. When we write something down, we're using our muscles in our hands, which then improves our thinking and our memory. So some schools now um, for, for maths class, they're actually in a gym hall. So they're running as they're doing the maths equations because they actually say physical exercise, the physical movement whilst you're trying to remember something actually helps you remember it better um, and you understand it better because you're problem solving as you're moving. So information is literally um, dramatically um, absorbed, if that makes sense. So when you write, you're committing your ideas to memory in a very effective way. It's also very therapeutic. 
in practical terms, you can also refer to anything you've written to in your journal. Now, I used my journal as evidence for the police when I reported domestic abuse and cohesive control. Afterwards, I did suffer a lot of memory loss around the traumas, and then I could reread those events and I could work through them and work through repressed emotions. Critical thinking and communication. So reflective journaling has been proven in many published articles to improve critical thinking, and it can heighten academic performance. Now, you might think, why on earth would I want to do that? But, you know, I'm not in school anymore. But think about think about skill sets and stuff for jobs. OK, critical thinking is intellectual is an intellectually disciplined process where we can process and evaluate information that's been absorbed reasoned communicated or experienced and it's very very valuable in everyday situations uh, work environments uh, learning environments businesses all of that stuff and if you write several times a week your language your English will be better you'll be able to communicate more effectively your spelling will improve so literally good 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 Physical health. Now, in schools, children sometimes write on whiteboards or they write sitting on a mat or they write standing up. And it's been proven that children who've got really nice handwriting have really good, strong core muscles in their stomach. Because in order to write, when you write, you use your stomach muscles, which is just insane. But it's so, so brilliant that schools are recognizing this now. And kids are writing, not just sitting at a desk, but in different positions. Now, you might be thinking, what what else does it do for our physical health? Well, healthily expressing ourselves can improve. This is amazing, right? It can improve our liver function, reduce blood pressure, improve our immune system, which overall improves our, it, which overall physically improves our health. Okay, when we write, we relax. So our stress hormones and adrenaline levels decrease. And this is just, and that's when the healing starts taking place. Because when your body's in a relaxed state, that is when you start, your body starts repairing itself, i.e. when you're sleeping. So try and just give yourself um, 10, five minutes a day where you just write out a few things when you journal. Um, oh, what's her name? Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. She, every day she writes out five things she's grateful for. Just five things. If you do the book, The Magic by Rhonda, um, I can never pronounce her surname, B-Y-R-N-E. That's a really good exercise book that will definitely get you into the habit of writing. It's a 28-day book. You work through it every single day and you write, each day you write down 10 things you're grateful for. But then she's got loads of other exercises. Some involve writing, some don't. So that is a really good book to work through to, to actually build those neural pathways and get yourself writing. Uh, and then afterwards you can continue maybe by reducing it to five things a day you're grateful for or um you know, maybe journaling business ideas and stuff like that. Or if you want to make a million pounds in 12 months, that's a really good way like to journal how you're going to do that. So um, that is tonight's episode, guys. I'm getting 27 minutes now. So I have enough time to say goodbye. And I really hope that was coming up to mental health week. That was informative and it will make, yeah, and it will just help you and yeah, be some, um, you know, I hope there's some bits in there that really, um, oh my goodness, my brain's gone dead. <laughs> this is the dyslexia kicking in. <laughs> but I hope that helped. And I'm going to stop speaking now before I mumble on to something else. So um, I wish you all a lovely, lovely evening or day or afternoon, wherever you are around the world. And I love you lots. Bye.